done long day behind you. Good times lie ahead. With company worth keeping, that'll bash a smile on your head. Come on in, the doors open, you'll find just the finest folks here. Pull up a chair, grab a drink, and let our stories your ear. Cause we're talking, talking, talking the tavern. Here you're always welcome. The talk, talk, talking the tavern. Promising beer and Vietnam. The talk, talk, talking the tavern. Music, medicine, and some. The talk, talk, talking the tavern. The song's over. And welcome to the Tavern, guys. Uh, I'm Travis Sivart. I'm author of an incredible series that's related to candlestick making. Not at all. That's our topic, by the way. Um, I don't know. Google me. Okay. So let's introduce our co-host. Oh, wait. My vices. I got a 7-Ellie Lumberjack here filled with uh, Cornell and Deal Dark Cherry Cavendish. I'm probably going to smoke in some... Johnny Walker High Rye, which I've had plenty of, so I'm kind of High Rye myself. Ed, what do you got? Hey, nice to you to join us in the tavern tonight. My vices are water, cheese, and uh, liquid apples again. What kind of cheese? Uh, shark bite, of course. Like me. I like you. Like you. <laughs> Like you, baby. Plenty of cheese right here. Mm, I'm sure it is. Who are you passing on um, to? Quit. Let's. I'm, I'm going to pass it on to Andrea because I've just lost my whole train of thought here. <laughs> Andrea chat here. I don't really have advice tonight, but I do have a glass of tea. It is in my stemless wine glass. No, win no, no, knitting. No, not tonight. Okay. How about you, Rachel? Hi, I'm Rachel Morley, author of Let There Be Fire which is a book absolutely about candle making. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. And my advice tonight are a glass of ice water and apple slices, because apparently I am a seven-year-old. Now, what kind of apple slices? Uh, I have honey crisp. Okay, those are good. Who, would the, who was I talking to I recently that was talking about honey crisp? Oh, see, he's got honey crisp. He's Somebody else was eating some honey crisp apples recently. And they like, I think they were roasted or something. I don't know. Anyhow, our topic tonight is candlestick making because we've done a series with Rachel here butcher, baker, candlestick maker. And it was Brie with the honey crisp apples. So let's raise our glass to those that shine light on our life, such as Andrea, who makes candles, my lovely other half, my better half, the woman that pays all the bills. Ed? Ed, here's to you, and Rachel. I burn candles. Hey, there you go. At both ends with your fucking schedule. <laughs> okay. Ed lets there be fire. <laughs> so, candle making. Andrea, uh -huh. you keep on snatching shit. Every time we get a really interesting bottle, especially something small, less than three inches tall, she's like, save that for me. I'm going to make a candle. <laughs> what? What's the passion? Why? I'm the same way. So, Andrea, I feel you. I'm 100% that way. 
We're saving the planet, Travis. Uh-huh. We're recycling and repurposing. Okay. Right. I don't know if you know this, but we're saving the planet. Yes. And, well, not only that, when he's done with candles, I scrape out all the bits of all the candles around the house. Yeah. And make new candles in those little Or big. Pots. Or big yeah. candles. Because I'll buy scented candles, and she's like, give me the thing when you're done. <laughs> When you can't burn anymore, and then she she melts it down and adds it to hers and adds some scents and stuff. So let's talk about candle making for personal use here, guys, or professional use. Now, do either of you make them professionally? Not anymore. But Rachel? Yeah, we've noticed you skippy a little bit. Sorry, what was the question? I blipped out. You ever make candles professionally to sell to other people? Not professionally. Uh, typically, what I do is like there are a lot of gift givings, mm-hmm. um, especially because I don't have a mailbox. I have to go to like an actual UPS for mail. Because when you live out as far as I do, people just go into your mailbox. Like they don't care. They'll smack it open. It doesn't matter how secure you think your boxes they will just bust open and take the shit you got to so, say mail in front of that you can't just say how secure your box is <laughs> so as a thank you to the girls who run the ups that they make sure i can cut in line <laughs> there could be 30 people in line but they see me and they're like oh yeah you're the one that brings this stuff i got your packages here and you want your mail too come on down and yeah i'll bring them gifts of like Scented candles or whatever I've made. So bribery. I there is there is definitely something to be said about when you have these peculiar own good hobbies and then you just mm-hmm. gift them. Well, when um I went to when I was a member of a church, they would burn candles every service. Yeah. So I would get all the little bits of wax from it and I would make new candles for them. Can I can I clarify? I don't know if it matters. It matters to me, mm-hmm. apparently. What? When you say you're a member of a church, mm-hmm. non-denominational, yeah? It was all denominations. Okay. Multi-denominational, mm-hmm. as opposed to Catholic or Episcopalian or whatever. Point is, candles. And you can use that instead of tossing it out and make new candles. So what do you do? Yeah. Oh, hold on. We got a question here, mm-hmm. or a comment, or something, both. Marlene says, so I tried melting leftover candles and filling them into a new container, etc. Now, when I tried that, and once they cooled, the center of each container around the wick had sunk in. Mm-hmm. Has that happened to you before? How does one prevent that? Um, it has happened. Um, what I typically do, and usually if you have like that middle sinkage, it's usually because there's a lot of chemical in it with the wax you're using. A way that you can do that is it's just, it's been holding onto air. That's why it has like that nice shape. But then as it kind of cools off and that air escapes is when you get the depreciation. Science. So, nice. So what you can do, and it sounds weird, <laughs> take your jar and very gently just bang on the counter with it to get those air bubbles out. No, that's fair. Same and thing it. you do with a cake. <laughs> yeah. Ow. So and, many things. Yeah, sometimes the caveman method is just the best method. So I fixed TVs in the 80s. 
<laughs> they had TVs in the 80s? They did. They were actually like just a box of people behind dancing. I mean, that's how my dad fixes his Wi-Fi. He goes up to the router and just bangs it. Okay. And Bree confirms that because she says, or yourself if you need to make sure you're still working. Wait, did Bree just say she's got to bang herself? I mean, there's a lot of DIY books out there, so like... It... About banging yourself? <laughs> there are. Go on, Rachel. Go on. <laughs> yes. You were saying, you were saying about banging. Sorry, I got I got carried away with banging everybody here. So <laughs> So what happens? What's the basic too hard banging too hard. Anyway, so yeah, that's how you're going to uh try and avoid uh, depreciation anywhere on your candle or having like these little popped pockets because um, if you've ever been that kid with a severe acne problem and you have yeah. like just acne pox that are left over that's sometimes what a candle will look like because you didn't get the air out just like you need to kind of clean your face just need to bang on the counter. So you're saying if you have acne, <laughs> if you bang your face on the counter, <laughs> it won't leave pock marks. <laughs> yes, this is this beautiful. Is Good advice for the teams. Fine. There you go, guys. <laughs> Anything to add to it's, that? It's, to it's totally FDA approved. <laughs> Wink. Whatever the FDA does. So if you want to make candles at home and you want to use things that you have. I've used Pringle cans. Oh. Um, to make a candle, of course, you reuse the jars. Earwax. Only if you're Shrek. Um. <laughs> so you can do that. Where was I going? You messed me up. I don't know, but that was quick. That was good. You were here right on that. So if you want to do this at home, but you don't have, you don't want to put all the money into the fancy equipment. This is how I started. Mm -hmm. Get a, ping, uh, a Pringles can or a long cardboard, not plastic, people. You need, I used an old pan, a, an old pot, and then another pot that fit in, inside it to double make boiler. double boiler. Um, I use a Pyrex measuring cup in the double boiler so it's easier just to pour the candles. So, I mean, you yeah, can use fancy. Also, something else that works is go buy those religious candles from the dollar store. That's in the tall, thin glass things. Well, that's already a candle. It is, but once you burn it, you can refill it. Oh, yes, you can. Um, if you go to the grocery store, usually in the kosher section, they have paraffin wax. You can use that for a candle. I don't like paraffin wax as much, but... It's also used for canning. There you go. What do you use it for in canning? Seal. Some D people seal Don't the it. cans seal themselves? Some people seal the top with wax. Ed, you use wax when you can? I, we've talked about it. We've never really tried it, but yeah, you can. Rachel, what about you? What do you got to add to this? I got to add that anytime anyone in the Caribbean was canning something, wax was never mentioned. They just kind of were like, eh. 
Close enough. <laughs> okay, what about the candle part? Uh, for the candle part, I don't really like paraffin wax. Uh, I try and stay away from it as much uh, chemically stuff as possible. And even though paraffin is like, it's really, it's food grade, but I just, I don't like it because it's not a clean burn. Yeah, so it's typically what I will use. What I will use is like soy because it has a clean mm. burn. Every time I try and do it with like tallow or beeswax, I always mess it up. So I'm, I'm still practicing with that. But yeah, I just like, I've been looking for what makes a clean burn so that so you mm -hmm. don't get like those black marks on the glass. Mm -hmm. And so it just doesn't have like, a chemically feel to it. It's just like a nice soft light. And well, it has a nice pleasant smell with your oils that you add. And it's just, it goes cleanly. And if you use soy, you have to use it in a container because it cannot just be a freeform candle. It's too soft. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I found that out the hard way. What happened? <laughs> I made a candle. I went to burn it with puddle. Did you have it on a plate? Oh, yeah, always. This was this so was it wasn't a long time like ago. in a jar? No. So you're you're saying you can make like taper or not can yeah. you make taper candles yes they do um i used to have a silicone mold right and i had a spool of wick that's threaded through it and you make the candle when it's done you pull it out do the next one you pull what out you pull it out by the string you pull the taper candle out mm -hmm. where do you get those um i'm sure amazon has it candle making yeah, stores <laughs> etsy very concise Google people, you'll and find the way, it. The way I learned to do something like that was very old school. I learned it when I took a field trip to Riley's Farm out here in Southern California. If every guys are around, absolutely give them a visit. They do everything colonial style. It's, it's really an experience if you get the chance. But they showed me, because during the field trip, that was part of the events, was candle making. It's the old school taper candle, just tall. Yeah. And it was that they had their wicks, so that they could do like, five to ten at a time, they had it lined up on what's, uh, for lack of a better word, what looked like a hanger. Right. It was, it was, it was actually an old school tool. And it's a double wick, they, right? They, so it's yeah. two strings hanging down it's now, upside down two, U-shaped. It's two candles. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so they would do that and then just like kind of dip in, take out, and let it cool into the vat of hot wax that they had. And then... As soon as that cooled, they dip it, and they just kind of kept doing that until it formed an actual candle shape. Mm -hmm. So it was a tedious thing, and I made a huge mess because I was, like, nine. <laughs> but it was, it was quite the experience. Um, I have not done it since because I just don't have the time to do that. So we've all seen these beautiful candles in the mall, or maybe we haven't. Mm -hmm. But they've got these loops and these colors and these scrolls mm -hmm. of colors and... Can you guys make those? Yes. How? Yeah. So how, how Rachel was saying with the dip, uh -huh. you do that several times in different colors. And then when the wax is soft, that's when you take a knife and you slice it and then curl it over. And that's how you see the layers. So Rachel, do you make candles? Yeah, I, for, I'm sorry, go on. I, I've done it differently where um, for that in particular, is it's typically going to be an unscented candle because otherwise like the essential oil messes with the color but is i'll have it like start to kind of form so it's not a liquid wax anymore 
and have it start kind of forming a little bit solid and then add color to it and just fold it into itself oh. and very quickly try and move it into its new home and like pat it down to try and get as much air as possible. It's a messy process. I don't like doing it. It's usually just like for some sort of special event that I'm going to do this for like a friend or something. So let's do this. Basic recipe for candle making. You want to make a candle at home? Here's what you do. Let's start with the base supplies that you have to pick mm -hmm. up from somewhere and what you do with them. What do you do? Well, uh, starting with what you want as your wax, like I said, is that I'm still practicing with tallow and beeswax because I tend to burn it when I try and render it. What's the difference? The difference between what? Tallow and beeswax. Uh, tallow is from animal fat. Mm -hmm. Beeswax is beeswax. <laughs> so, yeah, again, it, it goes back to I didn't want to waste things from uh, an animal. Does one and burn longer? Does one smoke more? Does one smell more? What's, what's the difference? Tallow ch tends to be, in the olden day, it was the cheap, quick product. It was, you know, you can get your nice candle from, like, Bed Bath & Beyond, and it was like pretty and it smelled good and it had a clean burn and blah, 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 blah. Versus the Walmart stuff. Mm -hmm. Where it's like, it kind of smells good, but it smells like really kind of chemically and it leaves like a black scorch. The beeswax was sort of your, uh, your wealthier, longer lasting one. It wasn't going to melt quite as quickly and it could be used multiple times over. You can technically use a towel one multiple times over as well. So, the tallow was going to melt a lot faster, and it wasn't going to, like, hold form. It was just kind of going to flop around. It was the poor man's candle. So, you know, the dripless candles, like the plumber candles, what are they made out of? I would think that those are made out of beeswax, because that's what beeswax is. It holds a lot better. Andrea? I have no idea. Fair. That's fair. Because I know oh. plum. Hmm. What, Ed? Because I know uh -oh. Ed, Ed and I, as people that, like... Not survivalist, but survivalist. Let's go with that. Um, <laughs> the, you want to get plumber candles because they don't, they're like dripless. They're dripless and they put off heat. Yeah. And they burn for a long time. Okay. I can see that. Well, there's also candles that burn to nothing. Like the candles I put in my menorah. Mm -hmm. when I light, they burn and there's nothing left. Right. A little bit of wick. Right. But it doesn't have puddles. That's right. a different type of wax, too. So. What kind of wax is it? I have no idea. Where do you get it? From the No Idea store? Oh, I got it from Target. <laughs> oh, Target. Fair. Target is fair. <laughs> yeah, but that's... Um, I was going to do a last harvest with my bees, but oh, I decided wait. I'm going to just... Hold on. You have bees. I've got five bee boxes. Okay. Andrea started taking a local class and then COVID hit and they cut them off. So what I'm saying is, you know, BFF, she might want to learn from you here. Where are you there? Yeah, it's just like, hey, you want to trade some bees? Yeah, I mean, we're both into like the same hobbies and, you know, we're both cool gals who are super sexy just sitting here in the tavern. Like, Fuck yeah. Just best friends already. Yeah, see? Get the program together. 
<laughs> no, I, I'm with the program. I'm just pointing at the program going, look, look, there's a thing. And, and by the way, Ed and I will take notes and fucking go, oh shit, we could do that. Mm-hmm. By the way, I, ask Andrea about the size of her loofahs. That's not candle making. That would be... Yeah, we're tangenting. Totally oh. tangenting. Oh, so my loofahs are this big. It's still growing. Now, Rachel, are you familiar with loofah in the natural form? I am. I am. I am familiar. I've never tried to grow it. So here's what I'm going to tell. I'm going I'm to interrupt here. For everybody who doesn't know, loofah is not a sea sponge. That's a sea sponge. It's a sea sponge. A sea sponge is a sea sponge. This is a vegetable. The things you're scrubbing your gourd. back with, ladies, it's a gourd that you grow. And like Andrea planted four seeds. And oh my God, these things have York. taken over a four foot by eight foot section. It's incredible. But you dry them out, you peel off the outside, and you have. Some people eat loofah. I've never eaten it. I might try it this year. Hmm. But you get this long baguette-looking type sponge. Well, not in our case. A lot of curved. But you get... And some people put it hey, in so... nothing wrong with curves, Travis. Okay. Nothing at all. You can hit the right places with that. <laughs> it's, uh... Yeah, it's... If you have a place from... To... Mm, hold on. Ah... Uh, <laughs> If you have a place for your loofah to grow up, they'll grow straight. We have a few straight ones. Yeah, Bree, you're very excited. I know. These things are like dildo farm. It's fucking incredible. Uh, Andrea built this directional sign in our front yard. You know, Hobbiton, 10 kilometers that way, or Hogsworth, you know, 50 miles that way, or whatever it is got all the direction signs and the loofahs are growing up there and the ones growing up the sign are like these long incredible like 18 inch things the ones that hit the ground they're 18 inches but they've got this like j shape this is curve shape that's g-spot finder <laughs> you're not wrong <laughs> well now i need to sell the loofahs yep so you can eat a loofah yes I looked up recipes, so... I didn't know you could eat them. Yeah. What? Have you eaten loofah? I didn't, know that you could eat them. I didn't know you could eat them. I looked up recipes. This may happen. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to try. It's a soft, spongy thing. So, like spaghetti stream squash? It, stream it, stream it. Oh, probably. And, no, Andrea, take over. Cooking show. Let's do it. <laughs> may happen. Uh, oh, something about my bees before you before you uh, mm. tangent again. This is how much. Remember how I said my long hair is where I have all my Disney princess powers. Right. This is how much of Disney princess I am. I think I posted on Instagram too. Is my bees? I'll just let me pet them. Oh. Like I go up and I just like a little bit and just like pet, pet, pet. Hi bee, how you doing? You know. And then I have I have one box of mean bees and they just like. They're just mean. They just wake up angry. And I put that bee box uh, as close as I can legally to the neighbor I dislike. <laughs> this, let me tell you, this neighbor has like tried to hurt my animals. So uh -oh. there is a vendetta there. Like, do your duty. We had a and neighbor. Here's, here's how 
Here's the, how mean they are. How mean are they? The guy who raised them and brought them over, when he was going to take off the straps, because they were done being transported, we didn't take off straps, he took them off and bolted. <laughs> like, that's how mean they are. They will chase you down, so. The rest of them, no, my Disney Princess powers work. I can just pet them. Uh, I'm, I'm going to send you, I think it's a TikTok of... <laughs> Okay, we all know there's a black Ariel now, right? In the live action yeah. Disney princess. And Ed, hey, Jonathan, how are you? Good to see you popping in. What up, Jonathan? So we, yeah. uh, basically it's white people reacting to a black Ariel and how they're like, oh my God, it's horrible. What about all the other white princesses like Jasmine and stuff like that? Uh, yeah, I, it's Ed. I would send it to you, but it's on TikTok. Mermaids aren't real. Disney princesses aren't real. Shut up. It, it, Just let it happen. I, I sent it. I'll, I'll send it to you, Rachel. Again, now knowing you a little better, knowing you're not easily offended by white women jokes, because apparently, though, visually. Wait, wait a minute. Funny you put her on a show with me and you didn't know whether or not she was offended with white women jokes? <laughs> well, the thing, thing is, too, um, when people hear I'm from Belize, there's a big expectation that I'm probably black because that's the number one demographic for the country. Okay. So, so this right here is the minority. Oh, so okay. you're just light-skinned. Yeah, I'm just, yeah. You're, you're actually brown. It's... It's a beautiful thing, folks. Uh, it's, it's like an onion. There's just layers. You know, that's one one relief I still hold that I can make fun of white people without offending anyone. It's, oh no, I'm offended. Quiet down, white girl. Eat some pumpkin spice. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, but yeah, I'll send that over to you, Rachel. I'll I'll find where I sent it from, and I'll send it over to you, too. Are you on TikTok? I'm not on TikTok. She said that. I, 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 yeah, it, it was like yeah, eight that was two episodes ago. seconds ago. I, 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 I don't know. But I, I know I can take it and send it to other places. So, yeah, it's just amusing. Um, and the fact that it's mostly white people made this with, like, black people and brown people and gay people, like, reacting to white people having a moment um so yeah it's cute it's cute um i'm still waiting for disney to make a movie about princess yaninga because that was a princess absolutely role model and she is an african princess i was they keep saying how they're going to make more black disney princess i'm like any minute now it's going to be my favorite one so but it never happened you want to expand on that a little you tell us about princess yaninga Yaninga? Yaninga. Uh, the footnotes version is she was a Central East African princess who was uh, her father's best warrior with a spear. She was the best horse rider and she was in line to take the throne. They had horses in well, Africa? Wanted... Yes. That's how the story goes. <laughs> I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just educating people by playing stupid. Like but 
regardless, regardless, is um, after a long war had ended and she came out like, you know, VIP of the war, she came out champion. Her father asked, you know, my daughter, my best warrior, my greatest house horse rider, my treasure, what can I do to reward you? And she's like, well, dad, I'm kind of tired of fighting. You know what I really like? I'd like the throne and to have a husband, like just settle down. Much like, you know, kind of reasonable soldiers come home. That's what they want to do. They want to settle down. It you know what? That is incredibly fair because most people are like, yeah. no, strong woman doesn't need a man. You know what? We're fucking yeah, human beings. Want, We're animals. We want to continue. Wanted to settle down. She's like, I, I did my tour. I did my time. I want to settle down. Yeah. Yeah, she doesn't need. She wants. Right. My father responded with, I'm not losing my best warrior to be some wife and mother. Like, <laughs> no. Oh. Oh. So. Oh. So, like. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's so, yeah. a flip. Yeah, he they should make it. And he's like, nope. Just... Just to make sure, there is no dowry, there is no bride price, but no one come near my greatest Like no. with Twitch Prime. So thank she you so much for your incredible support. Love y'all to die. And what had happened is he was not listening to words, you know, as a stubborn father is wanting to do. Mm -hmm. So she tried to show him through a metaphor, and what she did, she took her spear. And she started plowing the ground. And everyone's like, what the hell is Yunenga doing? I don't know. But she took her spear, plowed up this nice parcel of ground, grew wheat. And it was this beautiful, beautiful wheat. And her dad's like, oh, man, like, look at my girl go. Like, not only is she, like, the greatest rider, the greatest warrior. Like, she's beautiful. She can grow things. Like, she, my girl, my daughter, that's mine. Got it all. That's dad. And then she lets it go to rock. She stopped taking care of it. And her dad comes to me, he's like, why did you let all that wheat go to rot? We could have traded that. We could have like made it into things. We could have done so much with it. Why did you let it rot? And she tells him, this is what you are doing to me. You brought me up to my greatest point, And now you will not let me thrive. You will just let me sit here and litter. And he gets upset with her. And he's like, you know what? The tower for you until you learn your lesson. You come back and apologize. Wait, they had towers in Africa? <laughs> yeah. Metaphorically. This is, it I'm was with the equivalent you. of sending her to her room for house arrest. Mm. Um, and she just kind of was like, well, you know, if I'm under house arrest, do I get the throne and a husband? He's like, no. So she has a best friend who was kind of her squire. And this guy is like BFF of the year. And he kind of convinces the king, let me talk to her. Because, you know, sometimes you guys get heated. Let me see if I can bring her around. Which is kind of the ploy for him to kind of go and see, like, what's up? What can I do to help her? Because, yeah, the king's yeah, kind of like... You want to know what's up, all right. up all right. So he goes in there, and after, like, several exchanges, he keeps telling the king, oh, you know, she's still, she's still in her mood. Like, she's not going to apologize. Let me keep trying. They plot how to... Get her to escape how to get her free into the world because she is so unhappy she doesn't want to be locked up forever she doesn't want to be a warrior forever she just wants her time of peace so they start making this plan of how to just abscond and he's like girl you can't do this alone like i know you're the greatest warrior but all the other warriors are not going to just let you walk away so they make this plan on how they're going to do it and then 
it comes a moonless night where he's like, now's the time, because now is like the worst time for any of them to try and find out where we're going, because it's it's a lot darker. And they take out the guards together, you know, BFFs of the year. Uh, he had horses waiting. They jump up, they're taking off. Very quickly, the king finds out, my daughter's running away, and sends out his best guard to go get her. And BFF of the year is like, Yunenga, just go. Go. I'm going to take care of this. Go. We know he's not going to come back. BFF of the year. Uh, and he holds off the guard to let her escape. And she goes until her horse will carry her no more and starts wandering around until she finds an elephant trainer. And this elephant trainer doesn't know who she is. Like, he's never met the princess. He's never seen her. And he offers her a place to rest and he offers her food, shelters, like, wow, you know, you don't look so good. Like, you look like you've been out here forever. Like, just showing genuine kindness. And after getting to know each other, because she kind of stays on to recover herself, and then she's helping him out with his, uh, with his little farm and his elephant training, uh, she reveals herself to be Princess Unenga and that she wants to marry him and just live a very quiet life. So she gets her man, she gets what she wants and what she's worked for in the end. And I think that's just role model goals. It's just, don't let anyone stop you. Don't let anyone tell you, like, you have to continue to be a soldier. It's okay to have a time of peace in your life. Yeah, nice. it's very fair. And so I... Disney, I'm winning. <laughs> I swear, if that was a guy in that story, it would have been made somewhere at some point in time. But because it's a female, in particular, a female of color... Mm -hmm. You yeah. know what you can do? Go ahead and write the script. That's yeah. fair. Start it. There you go. But today is a day and age where that should be like the thing that's like, hey, we have a strong female character yeah. with her own lore and story, and she's not, you know, pasty as a snow. It should be like the perfect fit, and Disney is not brave enough to do it. So, well, what? let's start writing letters to Jeff Bezos. Hey, <laughs> use Disney... your Amazon money, make a series. Go for Steven Spielberg. Where where the hell is uh Dream Dream Cats? Dreamworks. Dreamworks. Isn't Disney doing the Woman Queen? I thought that was a Disney. The Woman Queen? Yeah, it's um, oh, I the Woman King. The Woman King. I'm sorry. Yeah, um, I thought Disney was doing that. Here's what I'll tell you. In Disney, Andrea and I have noticed, not only in Disney, but particular in Disney. There are so many Latino, Black, etc. stories coming out. There's almost like no white stories coming out. And that's something I'm like, oh, there's nobody I can relate to. On the other hand, isn't that about fucking time? Isn't that fair? I mean, I don't think it's relatability based on what someone looks like because I loved... Mulan and Pocahontas. Yeah. And I don't look like either of them. I was just like, here's some girl that likes to go running into the mountains and making animal friends. Mm. I like going running into the mountains and making animal friends. Plus, also fat hair girls. So, you know what? As a white guy, I'm still like, I like that shit too. <laughs> I yeah. love that shit. See? Yeah. Yeah. And then Mulan was just like someone who she didn't fit in. She was kind of just awkward. She And she didn't have much to offer. She was just like a kind of social mess. But she was clever, and she found creative solutions. I was like, I relate. 
Yeah. 100%. I am a spicy disaster, but I read and I try and find clever solutions. I adore you, Rachel, with all the things you're doing. As I've mentioned live on stream, as I've mentioned earlier in a different podcast that you were on, mm -hmm. the, all the things you do are incredible and amazing. And how they relate to what Ed enjoys, what I enjoy, what Andrea enjoys and here you are like just rolling right along like i'm doing my fucking thing rachel you're a role model you know we we might flirt with you we might say things so. but the body but you are you have the princess hair well there's trip there yeah <laughs> you know you're not worried about how you look to other people you're doing what you want to do and you're enjoying it and you're finding the next thing to do and by the way jonathan is quote stands up and applauds brie says and you pet bees <laughs> yeah. um yeah there's a i mean i think that's the level of ultimate power is when you can just pet a bee without fear and they just let you because you're friends yeah there's a beauty in that and then you also have wax to bring it back to our actual topic for tonight <laughs> making candles so do you have like homemade honey and and wax that you have access to that you can use yeah 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 she um, has bees god damn it yeah. what <laughs> i mean i typically don't even really need to gear up to go and take anything i just take like a really really cold shower and wear bright colors and you would think well why would you wear bright colors Bees innately will think of uh, if there's something moving to them in dark colors, it must be a bear. Oh, uh -oh. I'd have to gear up. Yeah. <laughs> so, Ed's got to wear some heavy clothes and then come in and get the wax and the, yeah, the just honey. Like, just like wear like, you know, pink and green. Like you're fine. Like a flower. If you come out, if you come out the naked, like maybe, but. <laughs> Especially if you walk like this, I'm coming to get the bee stuff. <laughs> and I'm naked. That's no, no way to be. That's why, that's why bee suits are white, is mm -hmm. that it's not because, oh, it's, you know, cheaply made or something. It's that they don't associate this big white thing with being a bear. They're associating, like, brown and black and, like, Bark moth because it looks like brown. I'm, I'm just saying there are some white guys with a lot of hair that people call a bear. But that's a whole different show. So let's wrap this up. Um, <laughs> candlestick maker, candle maker. Um, mm -hmm. You can pick up the supplies. You can find it. You can make it. There's mold. You can find them on Amazon. Right. And then there's better ways to find it, but Amazon is a great starting place for wherever you want to pick up, you know, whether it's like Andrea picking up spare scraps and building it. And and I will say paraffin wax is great for pipes, tobacco pipes. It's what you actually coat them with after you make them. Fun fact. Yeah, it's, it's we use paraffin wax. I have a block of it back here in one of my cabinets. But anyhow. Let's wrap up this show. Anybody got any closing thoughts for Candlestick Maker? Andrea? Make some candles. Ed? <laughs> it's hot. Rachel? 
Uh, my thoughts and thoughts are if you want to take up a hobby, if for no other reason than just you want to start it, absolutely don't let anything stop you. You can, you have so many various ways to access it as a beginner to just start. Like, go on, if you want to get your starter kit from Amazon, that's a great way to start. It will help you with all the supplies and typically there's a tutorial so that you don't feel like you're doing this all by yourself. You never have to do it all by yourself. So you can absolutely 100% start this hobby and let there be fire. Absolutely. You guys have a great night. Closing toast is, here's those that make and create. Here's to you guys. Mm.